Hey friends, welcome and thank you for listening. I'm so excited to be here with you on this journey. Please be sure to subscribe to the Gift to Shift podcast on this same platform that you're on right now. And be sure to follow me on any of my socials at Gift to Shift and uh, leave me a note. I would love to hear from you. Like really, it makes my day when you give me feedback and I hear from you on how an episode has touched you or made you have a different conversation or brought a different awareness. So today I get to speak to Sharice Williams. She's a friend that I've known for at least 15 years. She's a former ICU nurse and now she's a holistic health educator and coach an empowerment coach, as well as a food educator through her business, Green and Gorgeous, which I absolutely love that. I love Green and Gorgeous. She really teaches women how to heal their bodies with the foods that they eat and through the thoughts that they think and the words they speak everything is connected, right? And so we obviously know, I know for sure, that the pandemic um, really uncovered so much for me as far as my nourishment, my immunity, and this sense of how I was going to maximize my wellness, whether it's the traditional foods that my husband loves to cook, (laughs) or the messages from, you know, that we get from outside environments, and really from our higher power, what belief systems have been imprinted upon us to really have us make decisions about our health and our wellness, and really how they land with us, are they positive or negative. So Today, really, I get to speak to Sharice about this and we really dig deep and she's going to have to come back like most of my guests because they have so much to share and I'm so happy you're here for it. So take a listen. I'm a former registered nurse, uh, former ICU nurse, in fact, and um, turned holistic health and empowerment coach. And um, I'm also living on live food educator, which I'm so, so that's what that, like my whole, my face probably just lit up when you said, you know, you, you were really focused on your food and fresh, you know, fruits and you didn't finish, but I heard you say fresh. So I knew where you were going. <laughs> and so, so that made, you know, that just lights me up. And so what I, you know, what I do is I teach high achieving women how to heal their bodies with the foods that they eat, the thoughts that they think and the words that they speak, because it's not just about one or the other, it's all of the above and then some for that matter. And so 2020, what happened was, and it's so funny, Aisa, I've got to say, because one thing that was just driving me nuts when the whole March happened, everyone went on lockdown, is that everyone was saying, or you know, the media was saying, you know, how important it was to wash your hands or wear gloves, which I agree, but nobody was talking, talking about, about nobody was talking about how to protect yourself in terms of boosting your immune system, fortifying your body. And I was like, what? So we're not we're not gonna tell anybody about this? Like we're not gonna talk <laughs> about this? And that and it drove me so crazy. I'm like, I have to if I don't do anything else, like I would be so wrong knowing, knowing that, you know, if you're not nourishing your body really on a cellular level, if you're not intentional about fortifying your immune system, particularly during this time and what I'm at, you know, this time, meaning March, last March. And then even since then, I'm like, I'm just part of the problem. 
I'm so do you believe that that has always been the case? Because I think that these these issues that we're facing and that we're looking at have always been around. And yeah. so now the pandemic kind of uncovered, yes. <laughs> took the pot off of the, took the cover off the pot. And now yeah. we're really able to see like, wow, this has really been a problem for a long time. And why do you think that is? You know what, when you're saying this has been a problem, what is the this that you're referring to? I'm referring to the fact that we are not, we're not healthy. <laughs> we're not healthy and yeah. we're not from a social standpoint, yeah. from either social media or the news or just society. Yeah. Not, that's not infused information. That's not like, no, I, I just, yeah, I you're, you're absolutely right. And you know, without I know. getting too far into it, I know. here's the thing, you know, we don't really have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system right. because we, everything is set up really to make us or keep us sick. And then even when we get sick, we go to the hospital, right? We get all these medications. Even if you didn't go into the hospital needing medication, you come out, you're taking all these medications. And even if you have one specific ailment, like for instance, let's just say you have high blood pressure, for instance, you know, you're given a prescription for a high blood pressure medicine, but that has side effects, right? All of them have side effects. So then you have to take something else to manage the side effects. And then you look up and you're taking three or four meds for one problem that's causing all these, you know, um, these side effects. And so it's, so that's why I said, you know, we have a sick care system because here's the deal. The majority of the illnesses, and I, I like to call them diseases, disease that we are experiencing are really preventable and reversible diseases. Like no one should be on high blood pressure medicine for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. No. How about we just eliminate the high blood pressure? The cause? Why are you? Why do you have high blood pressure? Instead of managing the symptom, because right. high blood pressure is a symptom, right? right? And so instead of managing the symptom, how about we just fix the problem? Same thing with diabetes. People shouldn't be on diabetes. I mean, unless you were born a diabetic or, you know, if it's type, you know, you have type one yeah. and type two diabetes, right, 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 right. but majority of people have, are, again, it's a lifestyle disease. They have type two and they develop type yeah. two diabetes and then they're on blood pressure I and mean, they're on, on diabetes medication forever. Right. We're not talking about kids, guys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, no, right, exactly. Right. Great clarification. Yeah. And so it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But we've been so programmed to, yeah. I, you know, I shared this with someone the other day, you know, the, most of the things that we're seeing in terms of, and we all know someone in our family, you know, who either has high blood pressure and we know someone in our family, especially black and brown people, right? That's right. High yeah. blood pressure, a diabetes mm-hmm. or sugar, as we like to call it, right? Sugar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and um, so we all know people in our families that have these uh, diseases and and I forgot where I was going with that. I was going to, I was going to make a very poignant point. It's coming. But, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it all goes back to how we eat. It, it really does go back to how we eat period mm-hmm. point blank in the story. And, and a lot of times we think, oh, it's generational. Like it's, it's, it's hereditary, but really particularly with these two particular diseases and diabetes and, and hypertension, it's not so much that it's genetic and not saying there's not a genetic component, but more, more than that, it is our great grandmothers cooked a certain way. Right. Passed down those recipes to our grandmothers, passed it down to our mothers, passed it down to us. And so, so we're eating the same way. We're preparing the same, pre- preparing food the same way. So if our great, great, great grandmother, uh, you know, had high blood pressure and diabetes or whatever, and it, oh, it's, pa- it's, it's, it's being passed down generationally yeah. right. through our foods, through the way that we cook our foods and prepare our foods, you change that you change everything. And do you think it has to do with the actual food? 
Absolutely. You know, meaning like not particularly how you prepare it, but like, I don't think we're eating the same chicken that my grandparents. No, you're absolutely right about that. And that's a whole nother podcast. It is. It really is. But you're absolutely right. There's so many different components that we need to look at, like you say, and really look at not only what we're putting into our body, but what we're speaking on top of ourselves and how we're thinking. And it's and that could be generational as well, because we all know that there's a certain level of thought processes. And I've Mm -hmm. said this before, like, you know, there's a certain level of belief systems that we have that are all imprinted upon us. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And so, so is the food. So is how you eat, what you mm-hmm. have to eat during certain times of the year, what you should eat, what you should not eat, you right. know? And so all of these things are part of the, you know, make up our genetic composition, I think in some way. And I think yeah, it changes sure. and it kind of evolves over time. And yeah. so people who are looking to, you know, really decide that they want to have a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Like how, because it's peeling back so many layers of habitual behaviors, which is not easy, but it's not impossible. I know I was going to say now things that I'm just going to say right now, because I remembered it. Um, (laughs) You know, the the diseases that we see that's so prevalent in our communities, they're common, but they're not normal. They're not normal. Well, they've been normalized. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But again, no one should be suffering and dying and, and, and you know, and, and, and taking meds for all these years, with, particularly in those situations and losing limbs and toes and, and feet, legs and stuff. It just doesn't make sense. But we've normalized it. You're like, oh, OK, well, that's just part of it. No, it's not. No, let's we need to. So back to how do we the changes? You know, first, everything starts here. Right. Everything starts mm-hmm. in, our, in our mind. We have to. Right first become aware. And then we have to really start looking at things from a different lens. And just because something has always been does not mean that that's the way it needs to continue. That's right. Right. That's right. And again, it's not, it's not easy, but it's definitely possible and it's necessary, you know, to cause any kind of change, to cause any type of shift, right? Yeah. Before you can make any type of shift anywhere, whether it's your health or your relationships or anything, it all starts up here. We have, you have to number one, make it decent. Number one, recognize it, whatever that it Aware. is for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the awareness. And then the second thing is making that decision mm-hmm. to do something yeah. different. And, and so oftentimes when I'm talking and I'm working with clients, it is that first initial step. It's like that intention, like yeah. that intention comes from this place of awareness. Like Absolutely. I know I need to create something different, yeah. but first I have to believe it. And I have to comb through all the other stuff that mm-hmm. goes into that process. And it's right. a process that is important important. It's so absolutely necessary. And Mm -hmm. it's important for you to understand the gravity of it because you're passing this down, right? You know, your children are watching you. They're seeing everything. Even if you don't say it, you know, we always, I know we've probably always heard, you know, it's not just what's taught, but it's what's caught. They catch everything. So whether you say it or not, they're, you know, they're witnessing everything. They're witnessing how you respond to things or they're witnessing how you go about your everyday life as it relates to every area. I'll never forget my son. He was young too. I want to say he was like eight or nine. I mean, he was, he was young. And I remember him saying, and unbeknownst to me, like I had never really realized, but again, it's what's caught. One day we were in the kitchen and I think I must've said something about not eating something because of my weight or something, Mm -hmm. or because I was going on a diet or something. I don't even know what I said, but I remember very clearly what he said. And he said, mom, why don't you just like do something about it so you can start obsessing over something else? I was like, oh, 
so I'm obsessing over like, and he was like eight or nine. So clearly what he saw was me obsessing over this mm-hmm. thing for eight, nine years. Not that I ever really said, or I probably did say it in some way, but he caught that. He caught yeah. that. And, you know, they always say out of the mouths, mouths of babes. When he said that, I'm like, oh, well, dang, like yep. he's My only been are- around for eight years, but clearly yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. stuff, I'm doing stuff that, yeah. He was like, yeah you can just why don't you just stop you know he's like basically he was like you've been saying this stuff for eight years get fix it and move on to something else yeah. which is so, <laughs> but so but how much but but you know what again you know just talking to you to the audience to everyone how much time do we invest on or do we settle and put up with stuff that does not serve us mm, yeah all the time years decades yeah and the thing is is that you get to a point and you don't even realize it. You don't. You don't even realize it. You're just in the matrix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, are, you are so right. We we are just kind of like, what? What what do you mean I shouldn't as we take a bite? Right. You know? And right. so so this has been a process for you. This mm-hmm. has been, I've known you for years. Yeah. And we have transitioned through different parts of our life. And so I remember us meeting in New York and Manhattan yes. for coffee. Remember that? That was great. And we had such a great time, but we were talking about this then. I know. It just wasn't, it wasn't kind of pulled together. It wasn't kind of formulated at that point. Right. Right. So everything works for the common good of what it is that your higher self is calling forth at all times. And I love it. So how did you start to use your voice and how did you shift? How did you start to pivot in the time of to get to where you are right now? Sure. Well, to answer that question, I have to take you back just a little bit because I started, my profession was as a nurse, right? That's what I went to school for. I became an ICU nurse. Did that for like 11, 12 years. And that kind of transitioned into a full-time entrepreneurship. And then somewhere, you know, probably in the middle of that journey, I mean, I'm still an entrepreneur, but somewhere in the middle of that season, I had this tugging mm-hmm. at my heart to continue to, or to go back to not nursing. I was clear about that. I was like, I'm not doing 12 and 16 hour shifts anymore. Shifts anymore. Yeah, I was like, right. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but the nudge was there to do something in the form of helping, raising people's awareness around their health and educating them around their health. Because as nurses, I mean, we do, a lot of what we do is education, right? And so that part of me, there was like a little yearning there. And for years, it was not there at all. But I ignored it. And I was like, okay, whatever. That must be just, I don't know. That's a fleeting thing. And I would just go on about my business. And then every, like every year, you know, it was was like that tugging became more intense. And, but I was in denial. I was like, I know you're not trying to tell me. (laughs) I know you're trying to tell me, but I'm not trying to hear it. Really? I mean, that's That's it. That's what it is. And how many times do we do that? How many times do we do that? We do it with food too. We do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it just, it got to a point where, although I thought I did, I loved what I was doing. I was coaching and mentoring women in business, loved it, but I still felt unfulfilled. It got to a point where I was unfulfilled. I'm like, how is this even possible? I love doing what I'm doing. Why am I not full? Like, why do Mm -hmm. I not feel fulfilled? And I kept trying to, at least two, three, four years, I kept trying to figure out why, why, why am I not why do I feel like I'm not, you know, that, that there's something missing and I couldn't understand. It. And then finally, like I said, that voice kept getting louder and louder and louder. And then finally I was like, oh, okay. 
I, I surrender is really what I did. Instead of resisting, because I resisted and ignored for so long. And I knew, here's the thing, we always know. Oh, we, we know. always know. We don't want to admit know. it. We don't want to acknowledge it, but we always know. And so I knew, I knew, but I just didn't want to acknowledge it. And finally I said, okay, okay. And when I said, okay, literally, like the floodgates opened, opportunities came, people showed up, people were asking me, you know, can you like, how can I work with you? I'm like, uh, um, okay, <laughs> you know, because it wasn't even something that I really expected. I hadn't even really fully formed, formulated what it was I wanted yeah. to do, but in prime example, so here's something. So several years ago, I went to a conference. It was Lisa Nichols, you know, you know, Lisa yes, Nichols I is? Do. I do. went to a Lisa Nichols conference and as God would have it. I ended up, so I had upgraded to the VIP and I had ended up sitting in a room right next to Lisa Nichols, business coach at all the thousands of people that were there. And so we just started chit-chatting. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know at that time. We were just chit-chatting. And she's like, what do you want to do in terms of business? And, da, da, da. and I said, you know, I want to do something in the health and wellness space. You know, I'm a nurse by profession, yada, yada, yada. And I said, but what I think I'm going to do is I'm just going to lose a whole lot of weight first. And then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll start down that road in terms of helping other people. And she was like, mm, no, I think, I think you're missing it. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She was like, well, I think you should take people on their journey with you. And I thought, I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I, right I get you. Right, you're preaching right. to the choir here right now. Right, I know right. this story because I'm in it, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, no, but see, we all do that. We think yeah. that we have to yeah. be, it has to be perfect. We have, yeah. we have to look a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And, and when she said, she was like, just take them on the journey with you. And I was like, no, I, no, I didn't say that to her, but I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, Mm-mm, girl, you ain't doing that. And so then, <laughs> So then fast forward, like two years later, um, we're on vacation. My husband and I are on vacation in Jamaica. I'm sitting in on the balcony and I'm on my computer. I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone. And I literally remember sitting there saying, okay, God, what am I supposed to be doing with all this knowledge that I've, you know, that I've acquired, not just from nursing school. I mean, I, I, I never really stopped studying. I just kind of shifted how I was studying, to, you know, what I was studying to, from a holistic perspective, natural, like what can, right. what can you do naturally? Right. And so um, anyway, and so clear as day. Aisa, I'm sitting there clear as day. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with all this knowledge? You know, am I supposed to just be using it for myself? Am I supposed to be sharing this with people? What am I supposed to be doing? Clear as day, I hear, just take them on the journey. And it was, it was such a clear, calm voice knowing and, I, and, and it resonated. See, mm-hmm. three years prior, I was right. like, no, it wasn't, no, no, yeah. no. In that moment, I was like, yeah. Yeah, you were open. Yeah, yeah you just were open to receive. Journey. Wait, can I tell you what happened like two seconds later? Literally, as soon as I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, take them on the journey. I get a ding on my phone. I've opened up my email. I got it. I have an email from meetup.com. Yeah. And it, uh, and I was part of this group, this raw vegan, uh, raw vegan meetup group in Houston. And so I get a, so I look on my phone and there's an email that says the organizer of this group has stepped down. If there's, if you no want to step into the way. role of the organizer, you know, you can, otherwise we're going to have to dismantle the group. There were 1100 people in that group. And I, like this happened the second after I was like, yeah, take them on the journey. It was like, yeah. ding. I'm like, huh. I love, I'm like, what? What? Uh, okay. So then I just literally sent an email back. I said, I'll be the organizer of the group. And from that, I mean, when I tell you things just started happening and just yes. popping up, just, yes. I mean, and that's because that's when you know, when you're in alignment, Yes, yes. that's I when you know when you're in alignment, when it's not saying that you don't have to do anything, but you have to be open to receive and to, right. you have to be open to 
do what you're guided to do, to take inspired action. Even if you don't know what the rest of it looks like. See, that's where we get messed up, right? We want to know the whole picture. What's it going to look like? I need to have this, this, and this, and this in place. No, you just have to be ready to receive. And you have to, ex- you have to be willing to answer the call. Mm-hmm. And once I said that, okay, okay, I'll take on the journey. The email came seconds later, a few you days later, yes. we got... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I said, yes. I said, yes, it It is right. That is it. I mean, that's the beginning of it, right? You have to be willing to say yes. Saying yes. Keep saying yes. Right. And then, and literally, but three days, like three or four days later, I can't remember. um, I ended up at home. I get another email. I get another email from someone else that I had been wanting to take this certification. It was a living on live food certification. And I literally, it never aligned with my schedule because I was traveling here or there with my business and it never worked for my schedule. This email says, this is the last time I'm going to offer this certification. We're going to close down the program or we're going to stop offering this, this, this certification program. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, I've been wanting to do this for like nine years. It was like nine years, literally. And so, but it was funny because even though I got that, I was like, well, what should I do this? So I called my friend. We're just talking. I'm like, guess what? So I got this email and she was like, what are you doing? She said, get off the phone and book. you like, like secure this spot. This is the last one. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Bye. And so <laughs> I'm on the phone, secure my spot, bought my ticket. Yada, yada, yada. And literally, I mean, things kept showing up like that. And again, you have to say, yes, you don't have to. But you get you to don't say have yes. to. You get to say yes. You it's get a to choice. Say yes. And it the is. other thing is, is that if you don't say yes, uh, I don't yeah. know what to say. I mean, it's yeah. just a little Here, more uncomfortable, you know. It is. It gets more and more uncomfortable. That's exactly it, all yeah. those years where I was like trying to figure out why was I doing one thing, and I thought I was happy. I was happy in that moment, but I was still unfulfilled. So, like yeah. I said, wasn't that, that I was not happy, but I, because I wasn't saying yes. Yeah, I wasn't saying I wasn't real willing to say yes, because I was in denial. I'm like, no, I'm, just, I'm happy doing this. Why would I do something different? Right. Yeah, I yeah. hear you. I totally you know that I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> totally <laughs> understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And also, you know, th- there's a time, you know, for me, it was very similar to this call. I felt mm. like it was like this call. For, I'm not going to sing because you guys would probably unsubscribe. But you should sing. You know, <laughs> But it's just like, it, it's like this call forth of like this yeah. tug, like you said, mm-hmm. calling and you can't quite understand like, what is that? Like, yeah, are you, it doesn't make any sense to me. Right. And it's not supposed, supposed to. to, you're right. It's not That's supposed it. to, it's not right. supposed to be like you said, from A to Z, it's yeah. not supposed to be shown in the results. It yeah, doesn't no. show. You never see the results. You just never you just, see that. You just yeah. do the work. You're just obedient to the call. That's and it. When you're obedient to the call, then things show up. Yeah. And situations and experiences and people yeah, and all, all the wonderfulness of what it is that you want to create in your life. Yeah. And, and, it, so, and yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Not to cut you off. Oh. I was say, and it seems it seems effortless. Yeah. Not that you're not doing any work. You're you're saying yes. That's and right. you're allowing things to unfold. And you're not creating or having any resistance around it. And that's why things are continuing to show up. And it's a magical, it's just a, it's a magical thing, but that's how, you know, that's how, you know, that you're in alignment when things are just kind of happening and you're like, cause you know, it's nothing you did. You didn't do anything. Well, you did do a lot. You said, yes, that, that is the part that was your part in it. And then things just start showing up. You're like, oh yes to that too. And yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause Okay. Yes. This is what I've called in. 
right this is right. this is what i have always and really the your deepest heart's desires should always be trusted you know oh yeah and yeah and also you know to be able to even figure that out mm-hmm. you know get support you know people are always Absolutely. trying to do things on their own you know we're not meant to do that we're meant to be in community absolutely and And we all have blind spots and we can't see our own blind spots that's why they're called blind spots yes yes, you need someone to 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 see them for you or to point them out for you if you could figure it out you would you would have already you would have already yeah yeah and this this whole sense of like as you're transitioning from one part of your life to another to really understand that that it's going to be okay. Like it Mm -hmm. always has been okay. And you're always going to be in the right place at the right time time. with the right experiences to support you in what it is that you truly want and your purpose. And so I'm so grateful that you shared that story with me because it is so powerful. And it's also so evident that you are passionate about what it is that you want and what it is that you want to share with other people. And so what is the biggest hangup that you think that people have in regards to getting their health together? Like in regards to what is step one that they can do to kind of like unhook themselves from this kind of pattern behavior that we're in? What would be the like yeah. the number one thing? So the number one thing I would say is make a decision, right? Like acknowledge that there's something not right, whatever that not right is. Everyone has their a piece of their health that's not right. We've been tolerating it. We've been putting up with it. We've been going along just to get along for whatever reason. We've been ignoring it, whatever. But so just acknowledging like the elephant in the room, yeah, <laughs> acknowledge sure. it. That's first and foremost. And then get help. Meaning find someone who can help you through the process. That's going to cut down your, I don't know if that's going to cut down your learning curve. So here's, I'm not saying not to do your own independent research, but here's the deal. There's so much conflicting information out there. I'm telling you, it's it's ridiculous. And not only is it conflicting, it is, it sets people up to be failure for failure. (laughs) And there's such polarity in it. And I'm I'm not really understanding why I guess it's because of my heart and the way that I feel about people in general that I do, you know, when I see somebody, my thought is that they are intentionally good, you know, like fundamentally good. Right. So this polarity is a beautiful thing. Thank you. Don't change that. Yes. I'm but, like that too. I'm like right? that too. And yeah. so it, I think it, every, everything in everybody's is good. It, it's good. It's, yeah. Not. And they're not. <laughs> yeah. And so when you have these polar opposites, particularly when it comes to healthcare, mm-hmm. it's you're baffled by it. And you're just you, like, well, yeah. what is it that you do? I have a very good friend who has a very different opinion than another good friend that I have. And they're mm-hmm. both on polar opposites and I love them to death and they're both yeah. good people, but yeah. I'm not quite too sure. Like, even what this, where the conflicting information even comes from? Is it money? You know, I do think it's money. There is an agenda, right? Like big pharma has an agenda. And and, and again, we can, this is a whole nother conversation. You're coming back, by the way, you're coming back. Okay, great. So we can have the conversation. Okay. (laughs) All right, good. Because I'm I'm not against talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's agendas, right? Right. And as I mentioned, kind of circling back to the very beginning, you know, we don't really have a health care system. We have a sick care system. If we if we truly had a health care system, we wouldn't have all the fast food restaurants that we have. All that stuff's killing us. And they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
like I mean, you know, if you if you see a McDonald's, you're going to see a Burger King, and if you you know, it's right across the street or right around the corner. And there's also going to be a Taco Bell right there too. And it's like they're all t- that stuff is killing us. There was nothing help. Even the I mean, maybe the salads, maybe. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know who much, who's going to have a who's going to Taco Bell to have a salad? Nobody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so you know, and going back to healthcare, if it really was about helping people get healthy. It wouldn't, you wouldn't leave every time you go to the doctor, you wouldn't leave with a prescription. Yeah. You would leave with a protocol right. to de-stress, tea, right. to, uh, you know, increase, you know, going back to this whole, you know, what's the best way of eating. Everyone's so consumed with protein. Like, am I getting enough protein? I literally was talking to a client this morning and um, she was like, I, you know, I'm not sure. I want to make sure I get enough protein. And I was like, why is that? And she was like, well, cause we're, Everyone just says, make sure you get enough protein. I was like, okay, yeah. And why is that? You know, why, why are we so obsessed about protein? There, listen, we live in the United States. There is not a protein deficiency in the United States. Now, if you right. were in a third world country or a, a developing country, okay, then let's have that discussion. You live in the United States. I have never met a vegan, a vegetarian, and definitely not someone who eats a standard American diet. Never met any of them that had a protein deficiency. Right. Not in the United States. <laughs> And every there's and there's protein in in, in in vegetables. Like I mean, there's protein pretty much in ev- right. pretty much That's in everything. Right. That's right. And That's so, right. but that goes back to that programming. Like we've been so right. upset. But who who started that whole agenda? Right. Like the whole milk does the body good. Like eighty five percent of the populations can't even tolerate milk. So That's does right. it do the body good? Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, what yeah. we've been that's what that's with the, little, with the little milk mustache and right, all the right, 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 athletes. Right. And it's programming, you know, it's really programming. So going back to your question, what should you do? What should the first steps should do? First, acknowledge, right? Be aware. And then the second thing, do some research. But I believe the best reason, and third would be get, get someone to help you, right? Through the process. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot identify your own. We've all tried it, right? We've tried to get healthy and then we forgot, you know, we forgot we were even trying to get healthy and then we slide back into our <laughs> old habits, right? Like, oh yeah, I forgot. I was supposed to be working out this week. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and you forgot that that's what you even set for yourself. And so that coach helps you through that process. It helps you navigate that process. It holds you accountable, or he or she holds you accountable to what it is that you're saying that you're wanting. And they're educated, should be educating you, in my opinion, educating you along the way. And if you've ever had a personal trainer, right. I've had tons of personal trainers over the year of the decades, and I've never learned a new move from personal <laughs> trainer. They don't teach it's not they don't teach you new moves, but they help you be consistent. They make sure you have the right form. They right. make sure you're doing the right exercises for you. They right. make and they hold you accountable because right. it's the consistency with anything that helps you get those results. So it's the same thing. We get the concept with a physical trainer. Sometimes we don't get it. Like, why do I need a coach for my mindset? Why do I need a, a health and wellness coach? Why do I need a spiritual life coach? Why do I need these coaches? Because you don't need them. I mean, yeah, you do need them. I was going to say, but you, you, they help you navigate through what it right. is that you're wanting to get to quicker, right. faster, better. Yeah. Right. You can get the results yourself going to the gym, but how many people go to the, I've had a gym membership since my boys were little. <laughs> They're not little anymore. They're 19 and 22. Right, right, right. right yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, had, yeah. But had I been going to a personal trainer all these years, years, yeah. Oh my gosh, like seriously. So anyway, so that that's the thing, you know? Yeah. And I also think that there's this sense of like, I'm so grateful that you talked about mindset. Yeah. Kind of, you know, these well, words. Everything. Yeah, because immediately as soon as you say gym, I'm like, eh. like, yeah, and it's okay. I can't stand it. Now you tell me we're going to do a hot yoga class Perfect. or we're going to go for a bike ride or yeah. we're going to do some yoga or I'm going to, 
you know, do some cardio in my living room. That's fine. But like yeah. the gym, I get overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I'm yeah. like, I got hurt a couple of times when I was younger. And yeah. so, you know, there's a lot of kind of things that I have to comb through, but it doesn't mean sure. that it should stop me from actually moving. Um, and absolutely. Movement, movement is like the most underrated antidepressant kind of oh my gosh is it ever call it exercise but you know we have to move we absolutely yeah yes especially now after this year and what it is all been locked locked down caged up you know uh, disconnected even though we have zoom and that it's not yeah it's not the same no no it's not you're absolutely right so yeah and we need fresh air we need that vitamin d we need that oxygen from outside we need the we need that we need to see nature we need to experience nature I'm not saying go roll around the grass. I mean, you can, I, I probably would, but yeah, I would too. But just getting outside, you know, yeah. I read something recently. It says like we spend 90, I think it's like 90%, 91% or something like that of our time in enclosed. Yeah. It's not good for our mental health. <laughs> it's not good for our mental health and it's not good for our bodies. It's not. It like definitely is your home. No air is what you know people are like i'm gonna stay home it's and i get it right now we're not talking about the pandemic issue yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know your inside air is actually sometimes more polluted yeah <laughs> outside I mean, it's, re- air. it's just and it's, it's all enclosed it's it's, yeah. it's re- yeah you need fresh air fresh air fresh so- everything fresh food fresh air i mean fresh thoughts you yeah. need fresh yeah right, right. Absolutely. and so how does your program fit into this new you know people are coming out of the pandemic they're coming mm-hmm. into it's almost like a new world it's like nothing will ever be the same yeah and so how does your program fit into that and what is it that you love the most about what it is that you're doing yeah so i'll start with the second question first what i love most about what i'm doing is that i'm literally making an impact and helping people like increase or elevate their quality of life you know and and that is so I do gratifying I do that know is what so, that feels like yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah it just feels so right it literally it, it my heart literally is overjoyed because I know that I'm helping help people live healthier I'm right. helping people elevate their, their their health and and that doesn't just affect you right. that affects your kids your That's spouse right. your community, you know, that, that has a a ripple effect. And so that's what I love. That's what I love because I I can literally, you know, see the transformation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now I forgot your first question. So I'm going to have to. No, so your program (laughs) and that's fine. The program. And so you've developed this exclusive program that really is about supporting people in these three facets of their mindset and their food and their intake. Um, And so tell me what that actually, can you break that down a little bit more and what it looks like and why you're so excited about it? Yeah, for sure. And so it is a 12 months program. And wow. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the deal. We know, I know know you can't change you. This, these are habits, right? These are, these are thought processes. These are physical habits. I love it. Mental. I'm like, this is stuff. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. And if you're really, if you're really committed about shift, about shifting, you know, your health, and eliminating the disease. Yes. It takes, it's, it takes a second. You've been thinking and eating, you know, being a certain way for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. That's, you're not going to change all that in in 90 days. That's right. Or by reading a book. Or by reading, no, no. And that'd be crazy. You know, no, you absolutely, yeah. So it is a 12 month program because 
it takes, it's a process, right? It's a process. So I hear you. it's really, it covers everything. We first start off with mindset and it's a, it, my program is actually a hybrid program. It's a group program. However, there is individual uh, coaching as well. So it's group coaching and individual coaching. So it's a hybrid program. And they're literally, we, cover everything. First and foremost, we start with mindset because the body's going to follow the mind, right? So if you don't get your mind right, <laughs> we're doing all this work for nothing. So first is mindset. Then we look into what are the habits? And then we start on, like you talked about earlier, peeling back those layers, peeling yeah. back those layers, identifying triggers. I like to call them like, what's your yes. kryptonite? You know, that, yeah, that, thing yeah, that yeah, just yeah. breaks you down, you know, mm-hmm. do you, and it can be in any area, but even, you know, as it relates to food, is it that when you get so tired or you've had right. a crazy busy day, you're just like, I don't care what I eat. I just need to eat. And is that what throws you out? Like, so is it the, the exhaustion piece? So how can we fix that? So you don't get to that point That's so right. that you're triggered to just say, whatever, I'll just eat whatever at this point. Yeah. And so we look at that. It's, I mean, like all that we unpack, if there's a health issue that is of concern, whether it's stress, whether it's anxiety, and a lot of times people think almost, oh, well, you know, stress isn't a health issue. Stress is probably one of the, it's a silent killer. Mm-hmm. And this is what people don't realize when you are stressed, when you are in a stressed response, your body releases all this cortisol. That's that's a normal process. But when you are when you stay right. in a stress state, now in, that produces inflammation. Why is that important? Because pretty much every disease started mm-hmm. as inflammation. Think about what if you, you you know you you hit you stump your toe. Okay, it's inflamed. It's swollen now. If you don't mm-hmm. do something about it, it's going to get bigger and bitter, it's bigger. You know, it's it's going to sure. become something more. And so, inflammation is a huge thing. It's a huge. It's like the the one little piece, the thing that cascades. You mm-hmm. know, and so if you can get that part. Okay, great. Now we prevent a whole lot of other things from happening. So anyway, so if it is something, if there is a disease process, then we work on eliminating, or as I like to say, annihilating that disease. I love that. I love that. I love what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love what you said about that because inflammation is not really spoken about. Yeah. Just like immune system. Yeah. You know, this whole, you know, this whole year, you would think that everyone knows exactly how the immune system works. I posted something not so long ago, but something about immune system. And it was like almost not that it was crickets, but like some of the questions were, well, why, why, why is that even important? And I'm like, what? No one knows how the immune system works. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, I guess, because I'm a nurse, but I'm like, what? But that was just for me. It's like, no one's, no one's even telling no we're one's not getting talking educated. about it. We're not Nobody getting educated. educated on it. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no. So. And it's, I'm, I'm so grateful that you're in this space, you know, you're in the space of teaching and supporting and taking people with you on the journey yeah. of what it is that they can do to best support their best life. And how is it that they can show up authentically yeah. in their truth of being right. their ideal weight or right. being healthy, being able their to do health. things, their yeah. ideal health being able to move the way they want to move, you know, all these things that are just so important. And it is a, you know, health is wealth. Like it is. We talk about money. Oh, you forget it. You just forget it. You you better check it off if you don't have, I mean, (laughs) it's true. I mean, we we talk about money and you talk about, you know, all these things that you want to do and where you want to go and, you know, the lifestyle that you want to have. We really, first and foremost, need to get back down to the health part of it because that is is truly your wealth and that's how you're able to live a a life that you've imagined if it is so true right you know yeah and and we say that you know health is and it is but I will never forget I this is when I was still working as a nurse and at that particular time I was doing like private duty nurses so I was working I was like literally the nurse for 
CEOs or whatever, you know, and actually I won't say the name, but I was the nurse for a really prominent doctor, not just here in Houston, just he's a prominent he invented the surgery, the type of surgery that is a very common surgery now. And he was really, really sick. And he said, I would give it all back just to get out of his bed. Wow. Yeah. And so he made different choices in his life, knowing because sometimes we know. Yeah. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. We know. We know. We know and we, <laughs> we still know. do it. And then we still <laughs> we're like, right. and, yeah. Okay. Now I need to kind of reset. So I love the fact that it's 12 months. I love the fact that you're talking about all these different components too. You know, um, as a child development specialist, I worked as a director of child life in the hospital. And I remember that we would, you know, it was the whole child. It's just not the broken leg. It's just not you know, the leukemia, it's the entire child with me that it comes from not only the child, the emotional, psychological, emotional component and the family was all part of that child's care. And so I'm so grateful that you're doing it that way. And that program is set up and that it's not really just like, okay, three weeks and you're done, but really 12 months that supportive. Yeah. That's a diet. And we've all done that. How how has that worked out for any of us? Yeah. They don't work. No, they work as you, they work to the extent that you work it. The minute you stop that and go back to whatever, and that's the whole thing. The going back to whatever is what's keeping us stuck. Right. It's, right. it's what's given us the results that we don't want. So it's like not a matter of do this for a certain length of time so you can go back to what. No, 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 no. It's recognizing that stuff. That's that's what got me here. I don't want to go back to that. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, so right. really start even really getting reprogramming yourself to get out of a diet mentality, because that's, that's right. what we have been raised. That's that's what I we know. know. What would you share with us as we close? What is like the main thing that you want people to know about this process? So one thing that comes to mind, and I'm just I'm just gonna say it, is that we arrogantly make the assumption that we have time. Oh, girl, you better talk. Come on now. And here's the deal: none of us know. You know, none of us know when our time is up. But how? Again, back to that: how long have we been tolerating? You know, how long have we been? And I'm just gonna even go to wait. How long? You know, how long have we been losing that same 20, 30 pounds? Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. And then how long have we been having whatever? whether it's the stress, the anxiety, the overwhelm, the this, the this, the that, whatever you insert, yeah. whatever it is for you. Yeah. And you're like, um, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna get to it. You know, are you, again, it's, it's making that, that arrogant assumption that you have time. Uh, I know, no. I know. <laughs> I know nobody wants to see, no, you know, but that's the I'm, reality of but it. But that's good. And that's who you want yeah. on your team. You want to ensure to break it down and to be absolutely 100% crystal clear yeah about what it is that is important to you and yeah we don't we know that obviously from this past year and that's right I mean particularly as it relates to our health but it really relates to everything you know it, it relates to everything so whatever you've been meaning to do or wanting to do whether it's professionally whether it's you know, health wise, I'm sorry with the health, because guess what, if your health is not in order, you're not gonna be able to do all the rest of the stuff, yep. you know, you're not gonna even have the energy to do it. Right. And so but whatever it is, stop assuming that you have time to do it later whenever no, let's, right. let's get about the business of being about the business. How about that? So 
so very grateful for Sharice being here today. The thing that I love the most is that she really spoke honestly. She says, as an ICU nurse, as a registered nurse, we do not have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system. Everything is set up to get us or keep us sick. What? Like, really? What? I mean, I just can't, like, that blows my mind. And so she said, yes, I'll come back and talk to you. <laughs> because I was like, I cannot, like, I, I wanted to discuss this more and really dig deeper to figure out, not because I'm trying to put blame or trying to figure out where it's coming from. I mean, I do want to know a little bit of that as well. And I have a feeling and I used to work in healthcare, but really it's about me saying to, you know, to for all of us to say, okay, so if that's the case, then what do I need to do in order to make sure that I'm in alignment with keeping my health in a certain way so that I can create wellness within my family and create healthy eating choices and habits for my family? What is it that I need to do based on this information? But this is important to realize because there's almost like this matrix kind of perspective on you know, certain things. And, and so I really want to dig deeper with her, but she, I mean, oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm just going to end and she'll just have to come back and talk some more. I'm so grateful for her time. Check out her information in the show notes. So excited you're here with me on this journey. Share with a friend or two and make sure that you subscribe. All right. And as always, we'll talk next week. <laughs>